No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we'll see where Elijah goes to the top of Mount Carmel and prays for rain until it comes. It's a lesson in the power of persevering prayer. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 1 Kings chapter 18 on Simply the Bible. Perhaps you've heard the story of two potato farmers during a drought. They both knew that if the rain didn't come, then they would be hurting for certain. So they both prayed hard for rain. But only one farmer planted potatoes in the meantime. Today we look at another story about prayer. God wants us to learn to pray like we really expect Him to answer. This is effective prayer that gets results. This is prayer that's worth planting potatoes. The prophet Elijah organized a mighty contest on Mount Carmel. It was him versus the 450 prophets of Baal. Each called upon his God. Now, Baal did nothing, but the Lord answered by fire, consuming the sacrifice that was offered and proving to King Ahab and to all Israel that he alone is God. We continue in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. After three and a half years of drought, how did Elijah know that rain was coming? It wasn't just wishful thinking. God had told Elijah, Go, present yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the earth. Now we are told in Romans 10:17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Elijah could know that rain was coming because he had God's word on it. Some people make much of faith, too much because they put the burden on people to have great faith. They insinuate that if a person's prayers aren't answered, then it's because their faith isn't strong enough. But Jesus said that if we only have a mustard seed worth of faith, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. You see, the power isn't in our great faith. The power is in our great God who always acts according to his word. He does require that we believe in his word, but that is simply putting our trust in God who always does what he says. In the spirit, Elijah could hear the sound of rain when no one else could. Believe in the word and walk in the spirit and you will hear things that no one else hears. Do you know why? Psalm 25, 14 says, The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him and he will show them his covenant. Elijah sent Ahab to feast in anticipation and celebration of the rains that were coming. Meanwhile, Elijah went up to the mountain to fast and pray. 
So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And seven times he said, Go again. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, There is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So Elijah said, Go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Elijah put his face to the ground and between his knees. While the posture of our heart in prayer is more important than the posture of our body, the position of our body can indicate the condition of our heart. Elijah knew that he was dependent upon the Lord to bring the rain, and he needed to pray it in. His position was one of great humility and earnestness. Now God had told Elijah that he would bring the rain, so then why did Elijah need to pray? This is the great mystery of prayer. God works out his purposes in this world, but he chooses to work in union with our prayers. You see, God gave dominion of the earth to man back in the Garden of Eden. And to some degree, man sold it into the hands of Satan so that Satan is now the ruler of this world. But God still considers man to be stewards of our world. He doesn't like to intervene or interfere unless we ask him to. He reveals to us his will, and then he teaches us to pray, Father, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then God acts in response to our prayers. Now, Elijah showed that he expected God to answer his prayer by posting a watch. He told his servant to check and see if he saw any signs of rain coming. He told him to look toward the Mediterranean, for that was where the storms came from. Sometimes we pray, but we don't really believe that our prayer will be answered. In the book of Acts, we read that after Herod Agrippa put to death James the Apostle, he arrested Peter. The church feared for Peter's life, so they gathered and prayed fervently. The Lord sent an angel who freed Peter from prison and so he came to the house where they were praying and knocked on the door of the gate. A girl named Rhoda recognized Peter's voice, and in her excitement, she ran inside to tell the others who were praying, leaving Peter outside the gate. She said, Peter is standing at the gate. And they replied, you're out of your mind. When she insisted, they decided it must be his angel. Now, were they praying the prayer of faith? No, but God in his mercy answered their prayer anyway. But the Lord does desire that we do pray in faith. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Now, just because God promised rain and then Elijah prayed for rain, did that mean it rained right away? It is easy for us to think that if God wants to do something, then he will answer our prayer right away. But what if God wants to teach us patience? 
What if he wants us to persevere? Six times Elijah sent his servant to check for the signs that a storm was coming. And six times he came back with a negative report. Finally, after the seventh time, the servant returned with a favorable report. There is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. Now, what if Elijah had quit praying after the sixth negative response? Then probably the rain would not have come. For this reason, Jesus shared the parable of the widow who persevered in petitioning an unjust judge until she finally wore him down and he gave her the justice that she sought. We are told that Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples to show them that they should always pray and not give up. I am convinced that many times we don't receive what we ask for in prayer, not because God isn't willing to grant it, but because we give up too soon. In his book, Effective Prayer Life by Chuck Smith, Pastor Chuck quotes Dale Carnegie, who wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mr. Carnegie tells of a Mr. Darby, a wealthy insurance broker from the East, who was caught up with gold fever and headed out to Colorado. He did some prospecting and discovered a very rich vein of gold in the Rockies. He returned to the East and convinced all his friends to invest their money in a mining venture. They formed a corporation, bought a great deal of equipment, and mined this very wealthy vein of gold ore in Colorado. Now, about the time that the corporation paid off all its debts, the vein of gold ran out. The investors kept digging until they ran themselves into debt again. Finally, one day, a discouraged Mr. Darby ordered an end to the digging. He closed the mine, went into Denver, and sold the mine and equipment to a junk dealer for a few hundred dollars. Mr. Darby headed back home. The junk dealer hired a geologist to study the mine and the area. The geologist came back with a report. If you'll dig three feet past the point where Mr. Darby quit, you'll find that same vein of gold. The junk dealer became the wealthiest mine owner in the state of Colorado, just three more feet. Pastor Chuck's point, I wonder how many times we too stop three feet short of victory. The last thing that we see in Elijah's prayer is that he believed in the sign the Lord gave him. He was praying for a storm, but when Elijah's servant came back with the report that he saw a cloud the size of a man's hand, then Elijah said, take cover, a storm is coming. We may be praying in faith. We may even be persevering in our prayers, but sometimes God has already given us the answer and we don't recognize it. God's answer may not meet our expectations, but it is his answer nonetheless. And if we will trust in it as the harbinger of greater things to come, then we will see the complete fulfillment of all that we seek. Elijah believed in the sign of a cloud the size of a man's hand, enough to tell Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. 
Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. After praying, divine power came upon Elijah so that he tucked his cloak beneath his belt to free his legs to move fast. And then he ran 25 miles to Jezreel. He outran Ahab in his chariot. We pray faithfully, fervently, and persistently so that God may answer our prayers and that we may receive his power to do his work. James tells us the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. I believe God wants to train us to be better prayers. He wants to show us the awesome power that is available to his people to get stuff done for the kingdom. He encourages us to pray faithfully and fervently according to his will and in the power of the Spirit. He does this so that our prayers will be effective and we will see many come to know Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God advancing. Do we really believe this? then let's start praying and planting some potatoes. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where Jezebel threatens to kill Elijah and makes him so afraid that he runs to Mount Sinai where he meets with God. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Kings on Simply the Bible.